0: Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days.
1: Welcome back, listeners. I'm here with Tim and we have some news to share with you. We just want to remind you that Nick is out of the facility. Yeah, Yeah, country. He is serving our nation right now. We're not sure what. It is a quiet assignment. So shout out to Nick. We hope you get a chance to listen to this and we're praying for you and thinking about you while you're gone. I'm going to let Tim, kick it off. What you got? Good stuff?
2: The first thing that I saw on the news was the, that attendance has been dropping. I know, I saw this too. And I'm thinking to myself, attendance has dropped. I've been there like six to- seven times this last year. It's never dropped in six You're years. You're the only one going. <laughs> yeah, just me and my kids, right? But apparently, it's a rare slowdown. And uh, the report was released just earlier or late last week 13 of the 14 Disney parks in 2016 compared to 2015 experienced a, a drop and some people are saying that they think it's due to the higher prices but I don't know about that I mean because I'm, I'm an advocate for raising them, and I think a lot of people are willing to pay the premium to go but about a 9% decrease
1: well we're kind of at a standstill and I know that some people's salaries are not where they need them to be I know we're frozen on our salaries so maybe people just don't have that money to go up I know we're staying in a value resort this time versus a moderate resort just based on that, because uh, we still got free dining, and we didn't have to stay at a moderate to do that. So I don't know. It will be interesting. I'm interested to see if Christmas
2: is going to be just as busy this year as it has been in the past. Well, I know one thing that I, you know, they opened up Shanghai Disney. Right. And I, it makes me wonder if a lot of people are are staying local then to their parks. That would make sense. Traveling, yeah, and it makes sense that that's why Disney's doing it.
1: Very interesting. Yeah, I, I saw that article too, and I'm like. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> They're making money, and we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, in the show, because there's a lot of stuff we can talk about with that this, today. Oh, tons of money. So, um, I saw this article on the Hoop-Dee-Doo musical review, and I know that our friends highly talk about it. I have never been to this. Have you? I have. Okay, so can you t- talk to me a little bit about it? I.
2: So, it's been years. Okay. But it's a musical show, you know, like a dinner theater kind right. of thing. Right and it is a ton of fun they get the crowd involved and singing and dancing and it, it you know it's an old-fashioned hoedown it's really kind of what it is so do you feel like it's worth it see it's two dining points. it is so the thing with me on the two dining credits um you know cinderella's royal table is another right. one where it's two i almost prefer to pay out of pocket for those and save my dining credits because there's a calculator out there online and i I don't remember what it is. I, I can put a link up on themagicalmouse.com for for our listeners. But you can go out and basically put in the places that you want to go and the amount it's going to cost you out of pocket compared to your table credits or your snack credits or whatever. So you put all the locations in and it totals it up and it tells you what you're spending to buy the dining room and what you're spending if you just pay out of pocket. Right. And it tells you whether or not it's worth it to you to spend out of pocket or um, you know, purchase the dining plan. One of the things it looks at as well is, you know, like the, the refillable mugs. Right. You know, and those are like 20 bucks a piece. Well, I don't use those because I can't drink soda. So, it's a waste for me. Correct. So, I always end up working out to where not buying the dining plan is in my favor. However, having said that, in the past, I have gone on that site and I will look to see if using the two table credits is worth it for the, for the show or the Cinderella's Royal Table. And I always come out ahead if I pay out of pocket. Really? So what okay. we have done in the past is we have paid out of pocket for one of those and then use those table services for other experiences. So as you know, if you're there five nights, six days, you get five table credits per person. Right. Well, you're there the sixth day. So you're wanting to eat the sixth the day. Right. So we use that. You know, you're either paying out of pocket for one of those. Or you carry over. Or you carry over. Awesome. And so that's what we end up doing. And like I said, we always come out ahead. Well, that'll definitely be something that I
1: think um, I will look into. Because, you know, I'm trying to make my family be more uh, experienced. I don't know I'm a good word for it. Be better, be more experienced at different things and stop doing the same things. We have our favors and we're going to continue to go to those, of course. But... I just think this looks fun, and with us being a musical family, I, I saw it and I thought I would ask you if you'd actually been, but for you to go there now would not be a good idea because of your inability to eat a lot of things.
2: Yeah, so that's a problem that I have, is that you know my son and I, he's a big kid, and he wants to eat at all these places where it's you know, buffets and family service or family style and it's nonstop food, and the reality is I can eat about $4 worth of food and then I'm done. And I'm paying $53 or, you know, Chef Mickey, I'm paying $42 or whatever it is. Right, so crazy. And I just cannot justify that. And so we have, um, because it's... I shouldn't say solo trip, but you know, I'm going just with one of my children on all these trips. It's a little bit different than if I was going with the family, right. you know, there's seven of us now. And so if I went with the entire family, I could justify spreading that $40 over the other six individuals, Sure. okay? And because then I'm paying for the experience, but because I'm just taking, you know, the kids individually, what I'm doing right now is I'm looking for those other experiences like you guys. So instead right. of going to Ohana's, my son and I are going to the Kona Cafe. Oh, okay. And I had never been there before because the option was always Ohana. So right. So we would go to Ohana and, and so he's excited actually to be experiencing something different and so am I. So just by looking and, and tweaking it a little bit, it, it makes it much more reasonable. And the other thing is too, we can buy a meal and split it, we can share it. So we're going to go to the, um, uh, what is it, the 50s, not the drive, prime time. but the prime time. We're going to go to the prime time. And I know you had said before. Split the chicken. Split the chicken. Oh and so gosh. that's what we're going to do yeah. is we're going to split the fried chicken. And uh, I, I hope they don't give us any trouble because I can have like five bites. But, you know, we're really looking forward to doing that. Right. Plus what it does is it saves us money that we can use on other things. Right. For example. For sure. My son wants to snack around the world. Yeah. So there you go. we're going to use some of that money to snack around the world. So you, you give some up. But like you said, you gain other experiences.
1: Right. So, well, um. They shouldn't, they've never
2: given us a problem. We've done that
1: every time since the first time we went there. Because the very first time we paid out of pocket, we didn't do the dining plan that first year that we went with two other families. And um, we realized, this is crazy. Um, it was hilarious because our friend's husband ate the rest of my chicken and the rest of Brad's chicken. <laughs> we don't even know how he, He's a little bitty guy. Yeah. He's a bodybuilder, but he's this little bitty guy. And he put away all that and then walked around the hot park in June. And we were like, there's no way. So, yeah, they've never given us a problem. Now, we did not eat there last year. Uh, that was just a choice of my children. They wanted to try something else. And I can't even think what that was right now. But... Um, I don't know. I just uh, was curious. And that'll be fun to hear about Kona. Because one of my friends, that's their favorite place at Polynesian.
2: Yeah, a lot of the food, although it's a la carte, is similar to what they have at Ohana. Oh, okay. And so, like the, the, um, the bread pudding, you know, you oh, can get. yeah, no, bread pudding. Yeah. But
1: it has bananas in it, right?
2: Uh, I think it does. Yeah. You don't like bananas? I'm not a banana person. Um, it's a long story.
1: I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> so... That extra transportation from park to park without having to go through security—that they had that before I went the last time—and I really did intend to do it. So I had told Nick I was going to try it. Well, then we didn't end up doing it because we had other stuff going on in base with fast passes. It didn't align, and it came out after we booked our fast passes. So now it apparently is doing very well. Did you see this this week? I have
2: seen this. They yeah. raised
1: the price. It went from—it used to be $15 a day, and now it's uh, $19 a day, and it used to be $25 if you did seven days. Now it's $29. But they do have something for like somebody like you that's gonna go there multiple times. You can pay sixty dollars for a summer pass. Like if you're gonna go a couple oh, times nice. during the summer, then you can do it. And then all the reports from people that have used it so far, they said it's totally worth it, just not to have to go the security lines twice.
2: Yeah, it didn't work into my schedule in April or February, and I wanted to try it both times. Right. But in when we were there in April, I wasn't park hopping. And so it just didn't make any sense. But I can tell you, after that trip or during that trip in April, I probably will be doing it in a couple of weeks because of security. Remember, they moved the security lines, right? And it was a disaster. It was it was chaotic. I had to go through security twice: once at the Magic Kingdom and again at Epcot, just because I took the monorail. Um, I. It, it, if I could have just gone into the Magic Kingdom, you know, if I had the right. hopper, I could have just gone into the Magic Kingdom and then taken the Express to Epcot, it would have been worth the money. Sure. Because like, we lost out on almost two hours. because you know, Transportation. The mo- well, transportation, yeah, the monorail broke down, and then we had to go through security, and, you know, it was just a mess. I, like I said, I'm planning on using this for my son and I when we get there in a couple weeks, because we are going to be doing quite a bit of hopping. But you bring up a good point. I have not looked to see if our Fast Passes align with where the pickup and drop-offs are. And that would make a big difference in it, the planning. Really,
1: it was so hard. And But you, I mean, again, you've already planned your trip. So you would ha- have to actually plan your trip according to where these places are in the park. Right. Like Hollywood Studios is right by Rock and Roller Coaster. And Magic Kingdom, it's right in Tomorrowland. But I don't know where it comes out at the... Uh, Animal Kingdom or at Epcot? To be honest, at Epcot, I thought it was over by the international entrance. Possibly, possibly. I, I really don't know, but it makes me really want to try And My fast passes, obviously, I'm two hundred and one day out of the trip here, so
2: I don't know. Maybe I should plan my fast passes around it and try it out. Yeah, what you got? I'm I'm gonna try it. I think. Yeah, that'd I be great. Report back. So. The light up cotton candy. Yes, just taking <laughs> over the parks. Have My you... daughter
1: is so excited if they get rid of this before we get there Christmas.
2: Ugh. Well, all fun cool things like like this, it, you know, go away. But before we get there, but which yeah, actually I'm if I have it. Speaking I have of up. the um, the Beauty and the Beast rose cups, they're selling in the World Emporium. I, I know that's another news item here, but yeah, um, I have it too. You know, like last time, Nick wanted me to get some. Right. And they were all the rage, just like this cotton candy. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Right. And you can't get them. And then I saw somebody online saying, oh, well, at least they're limiting people from buying too many. And then you zoom in on the picture and it's a limit of 10. I know. Limit of 10. I saw that
1: today. Um, They said, hurry, because they're going to run out again. Okay. You're either not making enough or you need to limit how many you're letting people buy. Let them buy five. So how many? this cotton candy is what? And it's $7 cash or something, I think that I was trying to find the article. Yeah, something on my like stuff. that.
2: But it's all the rage. Everybody's got it. Everybody's eating it. Well, it's um, not,
1: I thought it was the cotton candy. So I was telling Kaylee, I'm like, don't you think there might be something in there that would be harmful to you? But it's actually the stick that it's on. Yeah, there's got to
2: be like an LED light inside the stick. Right.
1: They said that when they sell it, I guess they click something and then it makes it light up.
2: Right. So, I'm diabetic. I don't know. My <laughs> yeah, son's pre-diabetic. Pretty
1: <laughs> sure you should not be getting it, but um, but you I'm know sure what me. Nick stop it not it before. I was going to say, Nick will get it, don't worry. Cuz Colin's going to see that kind of
2: candy and go crazy. You well, know how he can is. I not How can I miss out on something fun like that that everybody else is doing? All of the parks have it. I'm going <laughs> to You be the can only have one bite.
1: No, it's only Magic Kingdom right now. No, I
2: had pictures here. They're in Shanghai.
1: Well, I mean, Oh, as far that only, as in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll yeah. only be tempted by it when right. you're in Magic Kingdom. I, yeah, I see what you're so saying. So just don't go to Magic Kingdom at night and you're all set. No. Except for that you have to see the show. And I have to go the last night, Splash oh, Mountain. Oh, Splash Mountain and get your Dole Whip. See, you're getting a Dole Whip, though. You don't need a yeah, cotton candy. I, I got to have it all.
2: Baby. <laughs> I got to have it all. This is, you know? That's a You're song. not there every
1: day. That's the song. That's song. So, I don't know if you saw that you're going to be staying at Pop Century, and so I saw this article. Did you see the refurbishments that they've done to Pop Century? I have
2: not. I know that they were making not, some changes. Do want me to show you? No. Yeah, show me. Show me. They are super
1: cool. Look how... Oh, wow. They're wood floors, which I totally think is a good idea because carpet...
2: Yeah, it gets takes, nasty. And it
1: gets bugs and yeah. all kinds of stuff, but it's real modern looking. So they're doing this right now. Yes, it's ongoing. They're doing this right now. So wow. I was wondering if you would get a room like this; it'd be way cool. But it's very modern, and the only thing that shows of Disney now is the light above the bed, and it's real
2: modern looking. So a few months ago, I had read an article that said that they were going to start doing this. That they had, and I actually I think that they had started some of the rooms, but I it fell off my radar, and I haven't thought to check back again. Have they? Does it say when? Uh, which rooms they've done it didn't give a
1: that's what i was trying to see um earlier when i was reading this article the 80s and 90s section is where they're working right now where are you staying
2: i'll be in the 60s 50s 60s
1: well it says that they've already done some work in the 50s area so they might have done 60s too by the time you get there i don't know
2: but these look
1: very cool
2: they look nice
1: um very clean and neat and clear door refrigerator we're really going modern oh wow
2: so, I and they why they're doing that, though. Why are they going so modern? Because that was part of the fun of... Well, and I shouldn't say part of the fun, because the rooms really weren't themed right. to be, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. It's more of the building. Right. It's more of the building and, and the ambiance outside. But this is ultra-modern. That doesn't really fit with anything. I don't know if they're doing it, because this looks
1: easier to clean to me. That's like, true. And... and you know, we were talking about the mousekeeping, and maybe they're feeling like this will be an easier thing. The other thing that they're, the rumors are saying that they're going to have coffee makers in the room by next year. Oh, wow. Which should be interesting because I always thought that was weird that so many places have hair dryers and coffee right. makers and Disney doesn't. But Of I'm course, our vansimation is
2: not really valuable, is it? I don't think it's. Value. I don't
1: think it is. I really mm-hmm. think it needs, falls under moderate. Well, before I forget, I wanted to um, tell you guys that we were having a problem with our Mousecapades podcast on Facebook. And I didn't want to forget to do this. I know it's kind of in the middle of the news. And Tim graciously made us a new Facebook page. It's the Mousecapades podcast now. I'm in the process of transitioning pictures. I did a lot yesterday. If Tim didn't already see that, it's kind of crazy. But we're going to go ahead and transition to that. He was not even being able to see anything that was on our Facebook page, which
2: is bizarro. Well, yeah, I was missing out on all the, the listener questions you're posting. And I know that I checked with a few people I work with, and they were as well. They weren't popping up. And so we don't know exactly what was going on with the permissions or anything. We could not figure it out. And so we created, instead of a Facebook account, we have now created a Facebook page. Right. And so that's, you know, when it was first created, Facebook was managing things through accounts but they've since upgraded to their pages and so this makes it easier for us to get information out to you guys and 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 hear back from you as well.
1: That is a nice thing I noticed because now it's on the side of my Facebook my personal Facebook account and I could see how many people liked it this morning and how many people have already been on there so that'll be good and we'll be able to keep in better contact with you guys. Yeah we can
2: monitor the activity easier. Right. We don't have to log out of our personal accounts and log in with, with that account. Yeah, I was using two different search engines to do that, so I could right. have both. <laughs> right. So, did you see that, that scammers have started targeting some of the rooms at the Disney uh, World Resort? I have not seen this. So, social media has been a buzz this last week because uh, some some individuals have been calling. You know, scammers have been calling, and they've been getting a hold of the front desk, and they've been saying, "Hey, I, can, please connect me to the room, whatever." And these happened late at night, so around 11 to 1 o'clock in the morning. One user ended up getting a call about 12.30, and the, it, they, the user on the other end said, hey, this is the front desk, there's an issue with your card, can you go ahead and give us a new card and we can update the system. And she was like, are you kidding me? You know what time this is? You know, I'm not, I'm not giving you my card right now, I'll be with it in the morning and hung up. Well, she went to the front desk and spoke with them, and she was irate. She said, hey, it's 12.30. What are you guys doing calling me? Well, apparently Disney will not call you after 10.30 p.m. Oh, Unless that's good there's to an know. emergency. Okay. Okay? So they said, they went on to explain, yes, we've been having some issues where we patch individuals through, and what's happening is they know that you're at the park late, and, and a lot of people are getting back to their rooms between those hours. You know, due to transportation or whatever, and and extra magic hours. Maybe you're staying late, and so they're just cold calling the resorts, getting patched through, and then trying to get users or or visitors, uh, you know, credit card numbers. And so Disney has come out with a statement saying, "Please do not give anybody's information. You know, your information over the phone. We will never call you for that ever. If you get a call from us." Get off the phone with them. Get a phone number. Tell them you'll call them back. Just the basic kind of stuff, you know. And Disney has said that some people have, in fact, given their information out and had issues. So please be aware if you're staying, not just at Disney, but anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. You
1: You should never get that information over the phone. Like today, um, the credit card company called me, well, I don't even have that credit card that they said that I had and they needed my information right away. I'm like, uh, yeah, and I click and I hung up on the lady. I'm like, yeah, I don't even have a credit card with them. I didn't say that, but I was like, who do you think I am? But I know there's still crazy people out there that try it and they're gonna get somebody that's gullible and
2: naive and haven't been hurt before. It has to work or they wouldn't do it. My dad does uh, taxes in the spring and you know, one big scam every spring is the IRS calling, saying, yes. oh, you owe taxes, blah, blah, I blah. I had that happen. You're going to be arrested. Right. You're going to be arrested. You need to send us $350 or whatever it is right now. And one of his clients got a call, came into the tax office, and they got the sheriffs involved in the whole nine. They got the IRS on the other line, and the IRS was like, we will never call. We sent everything official correspondence, letterhead, through the mail, U.S. Postal right. Service. You will never get a call from us. They ended up tracking down the person, the sheriff's well, department did. And uh, somewhere in Virginia, backwoods of Virginia, and they ended up arresting the guy and his wife, and they were scamming people. And I, he had told me how much money that they were estimating, but it was a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. And so, it, you know, it just goes to show that they wouldn't be doing this if people were being diligent right. and not just giving their right. information out.
1: Well, that so. is, we had a problem with that a couple of years ago. Uh, a charge came up on our account from New York. And I was like, what in the world? Now, we'd been to New York before, but there's no way that the scammers knew that. And so I called Chase, and they checked into it. we had to file a complaint with the police department and everything. And I said, I just don't understand why people do this. And he said, I said, why don't they get, if they're that smart, why don't they get a real job? And he goes, because they can make a lot of money quickly. Why would they work 40 hours when they could make it in two minutes? Right. So, anyway, totally crazy. I've never been to the T-Rex Cafe because my kids have always been older, but I know a lot of people go to the T-Rex. Oh, we've been there.
2: Did you go with Miles? I didn't know. No, remember. we didn't, but Eli, might, he'll be oh, 17 okay. when we get down there. That's oh, Eli the wants to go to t That's the only place that he wants to go. Yeah. For real? Yep, yeah, for real.
1: That is so hilarious. Well, anyway, they changed up their menu a little bit. They've got this Southwest Asian trio going on. It's like ribs and teriyaki chicken and tempura shrimp. Tempura chin. I like tempura shrimp rolls. I don't know about tempura shrimp. <laughs> Um, they got meatier meatloaf, pineapple chicken, teriyaki salmon. They have a Triassic trio, which is shrimp scallop, and then some Korean spicy stir-fry chicken. I don't know. And then they have some drinks. But I would advise you against the drinks because of your diabetes because they look like yeah. sugar, sugar, and some more sugar.
2: A cup and a half.
1: Because Well, serious. Wow. Ginger peach lemonade, caribbean punch prickly pear margarita there you go so
2: all the good stuff um, for
1: everybody that likes to go to the t-rex i i really think we should try it just because everybody likes it so much so we'll wait until eli gives us a little uh interview on it or something a little pop-up and then we'll know if we need to go well i'll Since tell you the same one, age
2: as joey yeah the one thing about the the t-rex is it, you're not really going for the food the food's You're not anything. Yeah, it's not. a. That's how it's, rainforest it's, is. It's And you know what? It's the same thing as rainforest. It really is. It's just set in a prehistoric setting. So I know that the littler kids, Miles has been before we went to one. I see the Chicago or Kansas City and he loved it. But the food's nothing to, to write home about. Right, that's what I'm know. afraid
1: of. Because we when we went to the one we went to Las Vegas Rainforest Cafe and it was like eating Applebee's are really not even as good yeah. as Applebee's.
2: Uh, so I was going to say it's not even as good as a place like Applebee's. Well, the next one I have here, this is <laughs> for kind Nick. of for Nick. I pulled this up too. Yeah, so it's not on here right now. But I, you know, one of the things that I do on themagicalmouse.com is, is I don't write the news stories. I, I kind of look at it in the same way that Drudge Report does their news reporting. You know, I link back to all of the different articles, you know, and their original source. Okay, right. So I don't just go to some third-party guy who is reporting from someplace else. I go back to the original source. And when this one came up, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to make a little bit of a change. Because this one really irritates me. Yep. Nick and I have talked about it before, and he, he hates it when we go into the political discussions. Well, no,
1: I, I just know that this it's stupid. Yeah. He's
2: allowing the public to rule him. Yeah. So Bob Iger has decided to resign. And he's not the only one, you know, there are, there are a few others, you know, that, you know, Elon Musk has decided to, to resign as well. But they're resigning from Trump's economic council that, that he set up when he was first elected because President Trump has decided that the United States is gonna pull out over this Paris Accord, this, um, you know, not even treaty, you know, it never went through Congress, so it was right. never ratified. So it, it, it the whole thing is, is nonsense anyways. But here's what gets me upset. You know, this is no different, and this is what I put. I, you know, I actually wrote a small little blurb on the website for the first time ever. Because Bob Iger is taking his ball and he's going home. You know, it's no different than my, my six-year-old, my seven-year-old, who has decided he doesn't like the way things are going on the playground. And he's taking his ball and he's going to go home. Right. And he's going to cry to mommy in the comfort of her arms. And it really ticks me off from this standpoint. Bob Iger has an opportunity to be a change agent. Right. And I, that, that's Nick's point this whole time is don't give your what?
1: chance up. So now he really can't complain if he's not even sitting in when he could be a part of
2: making he has decisions. He has no influence whatsoever anymore on this council and the economic direction that, that we're going to be going in and, and, you know, here in the United States. He has no influence anymore over President Trump and, and the policy that could be enacted. Whether you like President Trump or not, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. I think he's rude. I think he's crude. I think we could have a much better individual in, in, you know, in the Oval Office. But we didn't
1: have much of a choice. But we did
2: not have a choice, <laughs> no. Hillary Clinton was worse, and the things that her husband did in that office is a disgrace. Okay? I did not want them back. Okay, I would tell you this as well, though. I didn't vote for either of them. But we have a president now who is our president. We do not get to pick and choose anymore. The time for that debate is over. We will have a debate again in a few years. We can pick somebody else. But you should not ever just make the decision to take your ball and go home and stand on the sideline and point fingers and complain and throw a temper tantrum, which he's going to do now for the next two or three years until maybe he decides that he's going to run for the presidency. And, and blame everybody else for all of the other problems that we have when you were on a council and a board with the president's ear and you had the ability to influence change. It's absurd. I don't want to hear from this man about anything of that nature again. Period. Go away. Worry about Disney. Worry about the things going on in your parks. Worry about your mousekeeper stealing money from individuals. Worry about all these other things that are going on that you, you should be focusing on and not the economy of the United States anymore, period.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I thought Nick would have a field day with us if he was in town. So shout out, Nick. We, we, we covered it for you. <laughs> so the mobile app is doing well, as what I heard. And so they're going to launch Pizza Safari next week. Pizza Safari, I guess it Pete is, Safari, at Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. I know, that's not your favorite park, but it, it's like my kid said, the more we go there, the more we start to appreciate it. It's kind of like Epcot. The more you go to the World Showcase, the more you learn to love it. I think it's the same with Animal Kingdom.
2: Well, the problem I have is, and you guys are there longer on your trips true, true. than I typically am, because I like going in and getting out. I don't really want to spend all that time. I think it's a beautiful park, right. and I'm going to spend... Uh, almost a full two days down there this time because of Pandora. And so I, I'm going to experience some of these other things that right. I don't typically get to do. But if I was there for a week or 10 days, I, I think I'd enjoy it. Yeah, I think you would.
1: you got to go to Yak and
2: Yeti while you're there. I can't,
1: I can't eat. I can't eat. Can't you split something with yours? I can. They have yeah. the steak and shrimp thing. That's awesome. You could totally split that. I could. I have...
2: You have so, so much hard. Yeah, that's the problem. It's hard because I, you know, what's the steak and shrimp cost? You know, I, I 30 actually, bucks?
1: It's probably like 25 95 I know that's yeah. a lot of money, but base it to what? Going to Longhorn or Oh, uh, Well, I don't Texas go there Reds. either, though. Oh, okay,
2: true. Okay. Yeah, not anymore. You know, that's, that's the problem I have. I, I want to eat that stuff, but it's just, it's so hard. Plus, too, I have to be careful. I, I eat something that messes me up. I'm out and for are day. Done. Yeah. You know, nobody wants that. No, not in Disney World. So premium parking has yeah. come to Disney Springs. That's hilarious. Yeah. It was the grapefruit and the lime. Is that is that right? I just saw the grapefruit parking lot. The lemon. The grapefruit and the lemon lots. Those are both surface lots. Okay. Which is surprising to me. I would have thought that the surface lots would not be premium, but the covered parking would be. You would think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I will never use it. Ten dollars, but you know I love being able to pull into the covered parking and seeing like exactly which spots are available. <laughs> yeah, you know, like which each level, how many spots are open, and and I don't have to waste time going up and down aisles. There's little green or red lights above each spot. All right, this, it's beautiful. I don't know what they spent on that technology, or, or you know what it. Cost I've never been in them. there because I always ride the bus. Oh. It's amazing. You pull into the parking lot, and it, it's got a, a marquee that has each level. You know, what are there, four or five different levels? Yeah. And it tells you how many spots are available on each level. That's okay? nice. So, you know, maybe 500 on the very top, but only, you know, 50 on the first level. Okay? So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to bypass the first two levels. I'll go to level three, where the bridge is anyways. I'll get up there, and in each aisle, there's a marquee on top that tells you how many spots are available in each row. Oh, that's and nice. And so, that very first row may not have any. The second row may have one or two and, and you know, on down. So, I see one maybe that's got five or seven spots available. I'll pull down that aisle. I don't have to keep looking to see right. which aisle or which that, parking that be spot, nice. because there's a light above the spot that says if it's green, it's open, if it's red, it's occupied. So I can pull right in wow. and it's quick and easy. I, How
1: much did they spend on that? I mean, that's why I,
2: I tell you this I took probably 100 pictures of the, the of eyes. Eyes. Yeah, And everybody was laughing at me because I was trying to get the perfect shots. And, you know, I know it's nerdy and dorky, but it was the most beautiful thing I've ever been in. Well, I totally agree because if you've ever gone to Mercy, it's a nightmare
1: to get <sighs> a parking spot in their garage or even on their roof. And they seem to have more and more compact car parking lots parking spaces, and that's what I was going to ask you. Do they have a lot of that there?
2: It did, I didn't see any. I, I know they have compact spots, but I didn't see any that were like... It was bad. I mean, it's
1: bad. Like when you drive a Suburban, it's a little yeah. hard to pull into some of these spots and to have that many compact spots. Yeah, I had that article too.
2: Well, what made me think when I first saw this, and this, I guess it was last year, last December was the first time because, you know, like you, you know, we were taking the bus, but I had a rental car and... Uh, but what made me think about it was was it was the second week of December, and what's in December? Christmas. It's Christmas. And everybody's shopping, and Disney Springs is shopping. Yeah, that know. would be awesome. And so it reminded me of like going out here to the gallery or whatever, and you're fighting for parking spots. Or Rivers
1: when you're sitting
2: oh, in the yeah, Rivers Drive trying to get. Yeah, it's awesome. So if you had a light above there, tell you exactly where to go.
1: That would be yeah. pretty great. So this is probably more for people that either
2: travel with somebody that can watch
1: your children later in the night for you so you and your husband can go out or your significant other or if you just went on an adult trip. (laughs) But the Wave at the Contemporary Resort, which it looks like a really cool restaurant. I've really never been in I've just been on the outside. But just looking in, it looks like a really cool place to go. But they have started the Bottomless Mimosa. So you can (laughs) – and I know some people really love those. I have a friend that has one every Saturday – and so, $16, and you can have all the mimosas you want to drink at the Wave. So, obviously, you want to—you don't want to take your children there because I don't think you need your children to see that. But uh, I just wanted to let you know that was an offering now, especially if you're staying at the Contemporary because that's a really cool resort. That's uh, pretty cheap,
2: really, you I think was, about it.
1: <laughs> no, I was thinking because easily I know those drinks are 9 or $10. Right. It, well, the, it says it's $10 if you just get one, or um, you can have unlimited for 16 It's kind of well. a no-brainer yeah. because... I'm sure everybody drinks at least two. Right. Oh, look at that.
2: So the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You know we're big movie people over here. The Pirates Five crossed the 500 million worldwide. So it's not doing as well as Beauty and the Beast did. You know, at this point they were up at a billion dollars. But what this has done is it's pushed Disney past the two billion dollar mark so far this year. So here we are, six months in, and they've made two billion dollars on what three films? How many? And they got another one coming. On the well, 16th. Yep, on the 16th, Cars 3. And then they've got Thor later in the year. and uh, So it's nonstop. They're probably going to get, the article Six I was billion. reading was between 5 and $6 billion this year, which is insane. That's I, a lot I mean, that of money. That is a ton of money. And like we talked last week a little bit, what, is, what does Disney do with some of this money? Why are they not putting it back into the park? Does it go straight back into investing in other films? I have no idea. I, I wonder
1: if that is it. Pirates. Was the storyline that much different from the very first one?
2: It is I know the
1: technology's better, but I mean, I feel like a lot of times my kids are watching those movies at the house, and I come out of the room, and I go back in, and they'll be watching, a couple hours later, they're watching the next one in the series of the movies, and it all looks the same to me.
2: So the action is very similar, but the storyline is different. Well, so, that's good to know. I know Nick went and saw it Friday night, and I have not spoken with him since um, since he, he saw it. So, you know, we're going to probably try and talk about it when he gets back, see what he well, thought. Well, maybe I'll
1: go with Kaylee, because her and Joey just really do want to see it. But it's just not mine or Brad's deal. We, we watch it with them just because we watch it with them,
2: and it's a family movie. Well, I have a review up already on the Magical Mouse. So don't read it. So... There are no spoilers in it. Well, Joey said sure. you
1: spoiled some, or Kaylee and you spoiled something on our episode when. What were you talking about? She was talking was she about talking heads, about the, uh... and you were talking about something else. And Joy's like, "They just spoiled that movie for me."
2: No, there. So what she was talking about, yeah, what she was talking about were the the walking dead heads in the the basket. Right. And, yeah, that's a nice little Easter egg, but that doesn't add anything to the story. I was going
1: to say, I don't think that's ruining anything for you, Joey, but he he was all in a tizzy. He kept saying, la, la, la.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing was, make sure you stay through the credits. And I had to remind Nick several times, stay through the credits because it's after the credits is an extra scene that foreshadows... Pirate 6, really. And I don't know if they're going to call it Pirate 6 or not, because based on what you see in that scene, it it could go in either direction. It could be pirati- pirates, or it could just be more of a, like a, a Will and, uh, I can never think of their names, but... I don't know um, their names, so I'm not you helpful know, at all. Like a love story that they go off Oh, okay. kind of thing, so...
1: Yeah, that's a new th- I mean, I feel like Disney's doing that with every movie now because we always
2: stay till the end because there's always some little right. thing at the end of their movie. So I was the last person in the entire theater. They're in there sweeping up popcorn. Yeah, that and we're and doing I was that sitting there yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, guys, give it 3 more minutes. You can get that that popcorn's not going anywhere. Give it 3 minutes. That's let us so actually see, see the film. And you can come clean
1: because we, we stayed at the end of uh, Beauty and the Beast, and they were doing the exact same thing. They were in there with their brooms, and I felt like they were saying "get out." But right. I'm, I'm like, I'm not leaving because I know something's right. going to happen. I don't want to miss it. So we made fun of this two weeks ago. These banshees,
2: oh, when so you dumb. were sick, they're sold out. I know. I don't get it. They are so. They have, have you seen the photo Yes. Look yeah, yeah at I this mean, kid. There's kid. There's guys riding on Soren with these things on there, right. taking pictures. I'm like, guys. Do you not watch the, the film before you go on and They tell you to stick your everything under the bus. But but these guys, they're everywhere!
1: While we're talking about Pandora Land, oh. we were all concerned about, could you get in the park? Even if you had a fast pass, what the lines look like. So one of my friends was there last weekend, and I contacted her and asked her what her part was, or her opinion of the new Pandora Land. And she texted me back, and this is what she said. Uh, the first thing to mention is to tell everyone, do not worry about the crowds. I read people were canceling Fast Passes because of fear of crowds. Disney did a great job with crowd control. If you have a Fast Pass, they let you ride into the land. On Tuesday, there was no wait to even get into Pandora. Navi River journey was great. If you're not an Avatar fan, you would like it, but not be blown away. It's fairly quick and details are amazing. Flight of the Passage was absolutely amazing. My new favorite ride. It is a combination of Soarin' and Star Tours. You really feel like you're on a Banshee. You can feel the Banshee breathing between your legs. You sit on what looks like a motorcycle, which I think Nick kind of mentioned that. Many blogs have complained they are hard to fit in. I can see where really tall people like six foot five might have a hard time or obese people. I saw lots of people of all sizes riding the ride that had no issues. If you're prone to motion sickness, be careful. It made me a little bit woozy. The smells are like Soarin' and you get sprayed with a little water. It's amazing and I can't wait to ride it again. The merchandise is very good. We waited 10 minutes just to get in the shop and then waited 20 minutes to adopt our Banshee. You will see kids all over Walt Disney World with Banshees on their shoulders. The food was very impressive. You can do mobile ordering and pick it up quickly. We waited in a short line around 4.30 p.m. We shared a bowl that had rice and grilled chicken. The quality reminded me of Seasons in the Land of In the Land at Epcot very fresh let me know if you have any other questions so if you have any other questions you can feel free to text us or get on Facebook and I will contact Karen thank you so much Karen for getting back to me because obviously Tim and Nick aren't there yet and this way we have a little bit to give the listeners to look that are going because some people are going pretty soon especially Tim and Nick
2: yes that gives me a little bit of hope I don't know if I'm going to do the flight of passage though
1: really I'm I'm a little guy well, I'm a little scared because when she said Star Tours, and I didn't do well on Star Tours, I do well okay on Soren. And I told you I took motion sickness medicine on this new one because it's right. it seems to be it's just a, little a little bit, bit more different. intense. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
2: I don't know. I, I think I may. I have a fast pass for it, and I'm, I'm meeting up with a friend that lives down there. He said something similar. He was able to do the, uh, the advanced uh, annual pass holder preview. And he said the same thing about it being similar to soaring, but taking up several notches, you know, more intense even. I I don't necessarily get the motion sickness the way I used to, especially now I've lost some weight. But I'll be honest, I don't want to get on there and and be embarrassed.
1: Or ruin your whole day getting sick.
2: Well, yeah, I mean that too, but I I don't know that I'm going to fit. I mean, I'm not nearly as big as I used to be, but as a bigger guy and, and, you know, other individuals out there who are bigger, you do things purposefully not to get embarrassed. Right. You know, you avoid situations. I right. know if I go to Six Flags, I'm not going on Batman. And I used to love that ride, but there's no way the harness is going to come over my shoulders. So you avoid doing things. You don't want to be that person that, that, even if it's not the case, even if nobody's looking at you or thinking anything, in your mind, you're perceiving that to be true. And so... I've heard that it is difficult. I have, however, heard, though, that people my size are getting on. So, you know, maybe it's a body type thing, you know, a, you know, a shape kind of thing. Maybe so. Um, so I, I'm on the fence about it. I, I do know that they were turning 25% of individuals away. And as a result, Disney decided to put a... A chair out a a test chair oh well
1: that's nice so people
2: could sit and see if they would fit and actually fit I did read on some social media accounts that people who fit on the test seat went in and And thought it was clicking well they thought it was clicking and it it clicks but then there's like an extra click it has to do like a double click right and so they were going inside and it wasn't getting that double click and so then they were being turned away so I don't know. I'm gonna play it by ear. I, I for sure probably will sit in the test seat and see what happens. Sure. My son is bigger than me. You know, he's six three, three hundred pounds. Um, you know, so he's just a big broad kid already. You know, your son's right. a big kid. And, you know, your husband's a big guy. I, you know, tall. And so that's why I'm wondering if the height has something to do with it, so. Well, I'm
1: not sure, though. They'll want to write it anyway now that it said that about Star Tours. She said that about Star Tours just because my family just did not do well in that ride. Right. We, like we said, the friend of Nick and ours, they got sick, the son and the dad. And he's, like, I don't know, six foot two or whatever, and yeah. he got sick after he was on Star Tours. And everybody was making fun of him, such a big guy, but... You can't help if you get sick. Right. You just get sick. That's well, like is. you
2: said too, it ruins your day. You know. Right. So I remember going on Spaceship Earth or something one yes. time, and I got off of that thing, and I was walking sideways, and I I never vomited or anything, but my day was ruined. My right. afternoon was just over. I ha- ended up having to go back to the resort and laying down, and right. and even later that night, I I didn't feel like going and doing anything right. or you know, going to the pool or or anything. I used to be real bad, though. I used to watch Deadliest Catch on TV, and the boats be going up and down, and I'd get sick watching TV. So I'm I'm much better than I used to be, but I just don't risk that kind of stuff anymore.
1: And I don't blame you.
2: I wouldn't. Well, did you see the Disneyland auction has come up? I don't think so. So Walt Disney's Disneyland auction exhibit has opened. Okay. And this is out in LA. Let me see. It's through iCollector.com and Venetian Galleries. And so this is the one a few weeks back we were talking about that hand-drawn Disneyland map right. that Walt did. That's supposed, probably going to sell for a million dollars or sure. um But you can go online. Go to, go to themagicalmouse.com. I have it linked over so you can get to the actual gallery. And I was going through, and I think I might put some bids in. For real? For real. So there's some pretty cool stuff in here. And it's, it's got like 20-plus pages of different things. But they have... And some of the stuff is, is expensive. I'm, I am not going to be to affording that. Some of the stuff that uh, Tim is showing
1: us can be seen in Marceline, Missouri, because some of this stuff looks yeah. familiar to me.
2: And, and I, a few of these items are also in One Man's Dream. Okay. Um, so if you've been to One Man's Dream. But go and check it out, because they have tickets. They have uh, survey letters. They have posters and... Um, complimentary event tickets and stubs coasters. and all kinds of things. Like yeah, This is all specific to Disneyland. They have stuff from the beginning when the park opened and even before it opened, like that map. Uh, if you buy that map, please let us know so we can get you on the show. No kidding. And, uh, I will fly us all out to see it. <laughs> um... They've got some really cool stuff on here, and some of the some of the items are starting starting bids are around fifty dollars. Now I don't expect to win any, win anything, but there's a I'm going to go through this whole list and uh, maybe see if there's one or two items that my wife will let me get to to add to our collection. You know, I'd pay i pay a hundred bucks for that. You know, a Disneyland ticket coin convention thing. Yeah. You know, it's framed nicely.
1: It, yeah, um, that is the nice thing that some of these things are already framed with mats and everything.
2: Yeah. So. You know, if that type of thing interests you, if you're a collector at all, uh, or even if you just like the history and seeing this stuff, you know, there's a lot of things on here I had never seen before. You know, a ticket poster for a big band thing that they did, IBM night at Disneyland. I mean, that would be cool if you work for IBM to have something like that, and you're you know you love Disney. So head, head over to the Magical Mouse. Like I said, I have it linked, and you can bid straight through their website. So it's it's really cool stuff.
1: That's awesome. So, All-Star Movies, which I know you're not staying at, and neither is Nick, but maybe take a little bus to All-Star Movies so that you can get your kids a dancing Groot sipper in a shake. <laughs> and um, they advertise it with a vanilla shake, but they said, never fear. If you want chocolate, they will let you get this Groot sipper from Guardians of the Galaxy with chocolate if you prefer. It's only
2: $8. Does it dance? I don't,
1: do I don't think so. I think it's just a there's so a, a straw hooked to his head on oh, the backside. Oh, okay. It's just so you can say that you have a Groot sipper.
2: They have a lot of Groot stuff down there. I'm going to I'm gonna try and go meet Groot, actually. Now, where is he at? He's at Hollywood Studios. Oh, in the um, um, with, One Man's Dream in the back? Yeah, with um, Captain whatever his name is. You know, the head guy. I can never think of their names. The I'm so terrible with names.
1: So, uh, this is not a big deal. I don't know if your wife collects these, but one of my friends loves these Alex and Ani bagel, bangles. But at the D23 Expo, they're going to release Oswald the Rabbit, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, what is this one? Space Mountain, when it, like the official right. symbol from when it first came out, Star Tours, and the Epcot symbol because it is the 35th anniversary of Epcot this year, which I guess I did not realize.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that either.
1: And so uh, the person that wrote this article said, of course, I'm going to be getting this because I was there when the <laughs> park first opened. But that's pretty cool.
2: D23 has a lot of stuff that they're releasing this year. I wish I could get out there. <laughs> I canceled my room the other day, and it broke my heart. I was almost in tears, seriously. Because, I don't know. I just I had too much going on this year. We just got too much. You've been there a lot this year, so. Well, and it's out in Anaheim, and so I was going to try and fit in a visit to... Disneyland. Um, to Disneyland, and the so whole night. you say non-anaheim. you did it. Well, I've been once, but it's been a long time, and I was younger. And oh,
1: I, I was looking at this, too.
2: Yeah, so there's new images out... Of the uh, Toy Story Land construction, down at yeah. Hollywood Studios. So a couple weeks back, they started putting up the Slinky Dog track for that for that new coaster. But uh, now some pictures have emerged of the, um, you know, like what the entrance is going to look like, and and you can see through some of the fences and see some other things. So I, those pictures are up on uh, MagicalMouse.com as well. And um, I guess it's supposed to open next year. So we'll see. Yeah, I know. When? It, it's October of 2018. Well. so Supposedly. Th- in this article, they're suggesting that people go and plan their trips for October of 2018 because they're expecting it to be open by then. Um, and you can hit up the Halloween party and, and see the... The new lands, you know, Pandora and Toy Story Land. Gotcha. I, here's the thing about Toy Story Land that, I don't know, I guess I didn't really realize even until just recently and doing some research on, you know, for for the episodes here. But they really aren't adding a ton of things. They're going to have the slinky dog. Right. And roller coasters go up quick. Right. You know, I, I can't think of anything else that they're really adding. I didn't, and I, there's not another ride? I there's there something was... else. There is something else, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I can't think of anything else that they're adding that's complex, that's going to add a lot of time from where they're at now in construction to getting it completed. There's The theming, of course, is probably going to be amazing. They're probably going to have tons of massive toys and, and different things, so that could take some time. But if that's all being pre-built in a warehouse you know, and, and stored in a warehouse, they can just crane that stuff into position. Right. And so then you have some landscaping that goes in. I would fully expect this to be open by this time next year. As, well, as much progress yeah. as they're made. So... Who
1: knows? I don't know that
2: I'd wait until October. Well, they
1: take a lot but... more time on a lot of things than we do, I feel like. There's just a lot of refurbishments going on. So people that are out there wanting to visit Cali, for our Cali listeners, or anybody that's going to Disneyland, maybe Tim, or he was going to try to. <laughs> um, so... The Davy Crockett canoes and the railroad obviously are closed until sometime this summer. They're not sure when Fantasmic again is closed because I believe those are all connected based on what Nick was telling us. Mark Twain Riverboat, the Tom Sawyer Island, those are all connected into that area in the front in that Rivers of America kind of thing. And their monorail is down as well. Um, And then in California Adventure Animation Academy is closed, Turtle Talk with Crush is closed, and Sorcerer's Workshop. So then they also published the refurbishments for Disney World as of June 2017. Now I know you know some of these. Like the Paula Presidents will be open after you go. When does it come home like that? After? It says it's going to be open on uh, June 30th. It's It's closed until June 29th. So you'll have to see it with your daughter. Doggone it! And the monorail refurb- refurbishment continues through June 30th as well. The riverboat. So they must have mo-
2: mo- pushed that back. I know that I didn't even look to see if there was a fast pass or pay attention, but originally it was supposed to be the second week of June. I thought it was May, but originally. Yeah. So they may it may have been, and they pushed Maybe it back it's twice. it's because of all
1: this- bickering over the speech and they had to
2: read it could record. be it could be Ah, oh, man that bums me out
1: the riverboat is open sorry while you're there it's closed from the 1st to the 10th of august splash Mountain's going to be closed which you mentioned to me which stinks for you i know right but it'll be open while you're there with eli it just won't be it open when be. you go
2: i don't even know your daughter's name I'm and sorry. it'll be yeah macy so i'll macy. be there in september no yeah september october november so, we'll in um, November because this is the 16th, so you might get to ride I it. I might be able to get to ride it in November. I'm there the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, that's Yeah, that you're, probably,
1: yeah you're probably, yeah, you will probably fine. Uh, nothing's closed at Hollywood Studios, but they have so many things closed down, I don't yeah. know how much more
2: they could close. I mean, what shouldn't be on that list?
1: <laughs> um, Mission Space is going to close from June 5th to July 28th, but since neither of your families will really right. enjoy that ride. I could see Aaron enjoying that ride, but I didn't, ugh, that ride makes me sick to think about Advanced Training Lab is closed from June 5th to July 28th. Animal Kingdom, the Animal Hospital and Veterinary Treatment Room, located in Rafiki's Planet, will be closed. Well,
2: I d- like yeah. mid-June,
1: I don't know anything about it. Nothing's closed at Blizzard Beach, nothing at Typhoon Lagoon, and nothing at the golf course. So that's good. But then they're listing all the resorts that have all these resorts. So Art of Animation has some refurbishments going on. Boardwalk does. Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Grand Floridian... Disney's
2: old Key West, holy cow! Well, and some of those is because they're putting the gondola system in, right? Maybe so. So that's what made me think earlier when we were talking about the pop, the the refurbishments on the rooms, right? Because I know in the past we've discussed them taking that from being a true value to bumping it up, maybe to more of a moderate raising prices. Oh, I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to do that either. But I, it looks like that's what they're going to do because of the gondolas. So if they're refurbishing the rooms the way they are, I don't know. It's almost like there's going to be another tier or something. I, I don't know. I can't figure out what they're trying to do.
1: I don't know either. But they've been working on wilderness forever. What is up with that? It's going to look amazing. I want to take a boat over just to look at it. Have you never been? Well, I've only been there that one time when we went to Whispering Canyon Cafe. And um, my family just was not fond of it. So we just never went back there. And I wanted last year to go see their Christmas tree, and they were kind of tired, so I didn't push the issue. Right. But I think I'm going to push the envelope this time and take a
2: boat to go over there to see, see it. See, we need a trip to go down there, not necessarily to go to the parks, but to do all this other stuff. Right. And see everything, you know? Well,
1: I think, I don't know if you listened to that episode or not, but the whole reason that I visit so many resorts is because when we got back that first Christmas, I saw this huge travel show about visiting the different resort trees just the trees and so that is why I make sure that I go to certain ones but I really need to go to some different ones because I've been to Polynesia now and I've been to Grand Floridian and I've been to uh, Beach Club and Yacht Club and the Swan and the Dolphin so I really need to do like the wilderness and stuff this time just so we can get a different aspect because they were different but they also were um, had similarities to the year before that you had them.
2: Well, that's one thing that that really, I guess, it's not messing me up. But I really, I like trying to stay at different resorts each trip, and I let the kids choose where we were going to stay. For you know, I told them, value or moderate. I'm not taking you to a deluxe, but I'll take you to a value or moderate on your trip. And each each one of them picked the Pop Century, right? Which is fine. I love the Pop. It's my favorite value, but it means that I'm missing out on I'm staying at, at different. Places right. So in September, uh, the wife and I we're going to be staying at the Swan and Dolphin. It'll be my first chance to stay there, and we'll be there ten days. And uh, I'm really excited about it. It Looks amazing.
1: It's pretty nice. I mean, have you gone in it?
2: I've been in there, but I've never stayed. We
1: just at Christmas time, all the different decorations and stuff that they have. It's amazing. But Kaylee was like looking around, and she's like, "Yeah, we're never staying here." Well, it's not that expensive.
2: It was pretty pricey. Well. So, if you're used to staying in a moderate, it's priced about the same as a moderate. We're staying for 249 at a night. At Christmas? Well, it's a September. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. A Everything, good point.
1: like, doubles when you're there at Christmas. You
2: don't go at Christmas, then. Then you can do know, two trips but then a year. We,
1: yeah, but we couldn't and take both kids. Oh, that's true. And I know Nick's like, well, she's on her own. She's 20 now. But as long as my kids want to be with me, I want to spend that time with them because... <laughs> i mean we don't know where their jobs are going to land and who they're going to marry and where they're going to go if they're going to live by us forever and so just we just want that opportunity to just have that family time this one i'm soaking it up this summer she was kind of disappointed because she couldn't be here with us today sorry guys kaylee was working but she is loving doing this and i'm loving having her and you guys allowing her to do it because the next couple summers she doesn't get to come home because of the degree that she chose and so She'll be staying at Tell school. her to drop out of
2: school. No. Live with you guys full time. No, no, no. Never I don't want out. her to
1: drop out of, her, out of school. <laughs> I am happy with what she's doing. I'm just soaking in this summer because next summer is going to be different.
2: Save the tuition, Kaylee. Save the tuition. Stay at home. <laughs> so, I've got another story here. Okay. About Walt Disney Company. So, there's been a lot of fluffle about them using H-1B visas and getting rid of a lot of their tech people. And so this one kind of hits home to me because I'm, you know, in IT. What's happened is Walt Disney Company, along with other employers, but Disney was the big one, and, and even some of the employees that were let go, if you remember, a couple years ago, were brought in front of Congress, right? Uh, some of the committees, to discuss this, okay? But they were using H-1B visas and that program to get workers over here and then underpaying them and letting their own employees, United States citizens, letting them go. Well, it's official now that they are under investigation for abuse, according to the Homeland Department of uh, Security, or the Department of Homeland Security. The United States Citizen and Immigration Services Director, James McCammoth, I guess is his name, has written a letter to several senators saying that there are multiple investigations going on uh, of abuse. Uh, I didn't know it was this bad. Over 100,000 of these employees are brought in each year on those visas and it's been ballooning year after year and so Disney's at the top of the list you know to be investigated and rightly so you know this I, I understand that there, there's a, a technological debt when it comes to uh, American citizens but when you're bringing in you know individuals from other countries who may be qualified and you're not paying them the same scale or you're getting rid of individuals like myself or even your husband, who right. could fall victim to this. Good, high-paying jobs. Where we're able to support our families, enjoy our trips to Disney. I don't want to use the word fair because life is not fair. No. But there is an injustice to that. I think the United States should be looking out for their citizens before they look out for the citizens of other countries. I so. would
1: agree on that. Yeah, it's just
2: crazy. Sad. It really is sad because a lot of those people have been with Disney for years.
1: You had a burger. I'm sorry you caught my eye on your...
2: Are you hungry?
1: Uh, yeah, I am actually hungry. Well, there's
2: new food coming out.
1: Have you seen this? No, I didn't see this new food.
2: Okay, so there's new food. Disney Parks blog announced, and again, <clears throat> shameless plug, go through the MagicalMouse.com. <laughs> you can get it. But the Sci-Fi Dine-In has a new menu. No. Um,
1: oh, I hope they didn't get rid of their steak. It was so good.
2: Oh, it's new burgers, new blend of beef, so new seasonings and stuff. Um, it's a barbecue burger made with in-house sauce, bacon, cheddar, uh, crispy fried jalapenos and onion straws on a brioche bun. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they have some vegetarian offerings. Um, Asker House Royal Banquet Hall at Epcot has some new pasta dishes. It's a fillet pasta, F Y L T pasta. I don't. I don't know. It's a four cheese. Oh, a filt. It's a kind filth? of fish. Okay. 4 cheese stuffed pasta with white cream, uh, white wine cream sauce, roasted vegetables, chive oil, and balsamic glaze. And then Surf and Turf is coming back to Narcosis at the Grand Floridian. So that's been gone I guess for a year it says. Um, there's also some new specialty candy inspired beverages at Chef Mickey's in the Contemporary. A new specialty hot dog coming out. Um, I guess a couple days ago it came out. At Casey's? at Casey's Corner. Which one is this? It's the Buffalo Chicken Dog. It's an all-beef hot dog loaded with sh- shredded buffalo chicken, garlic ranch dressing, and celery. I and you know that's try that. Yeah, Casey's Corner, they have been doing a good job about uh, changing things up. And I know one thing over at Universal, at the Universal uh, City Walk, there is a hot dog... Um, like a vendor? Yeah, it's, but it's, it's like an actual restaurant, like a quick service. Oh, okay. But it's basically what it is is you can go in there and you can buy a, a hot dog from all of the different baseball parks around the country. The oh, The major League parks. Yeah, and it's really cool. You know, you want a Chicago dog? You go order a Chicago dog. You want a Milwaukee dog? You get a Milwaukee dog. And uh, it's a very popular place. They're busy every time I ever go over there. Casey's Corner, this is kind of reminding me of what they've been doing over there, offering very, very similar style hot dogs. So if you like hot dogs, stop in at Casey's Corner try these things
1: yeah the christmas one when we were there was i don't know if I, you heard me say that but it was macaroni and cheese dog and so yeah it, like took but joey and i totally should have split that we had no clue that that dog would be so big
2: did you get the foot long? yes
1: footlong? because we didn't know
2: yeah so i didn't know this until my last trip with miles again i can't eat a lot and there is no way he's eating one of those massive hot dogs right but I asked them. And you can get any of those in a regular size. Oh, okay. So if if they show the picture and it's the foot long and it's, you know, this buffalo, you can ask for the small version of that. Good. And it is cheaper as well. Yes. Not, not by a ton.
1: Well, when you're doing the dining plan, it doesn't matter. But true. But just... True. Uh, Kayla was laughing at us when they brought those hot dogs because Joey and I... Well, we just didn't eat the bun because we had yeah. already had the carbs from the mac and cheese. We didn't eat the bun anyway, but...
2: Yeah, it's cool. a lot it of folks.
1: Yeah, if you go there, guys, and you're not a huge eater, which my son's a huge eater, and he could not finish his whole foot long hot dog. So I would suggest splitting it between two people, or if you have three small children, let three children oh, split that dog. Easily. Because that's like having three hot, small hot dogs if you cut that thing in thirds. Not
2: even small. I mean, those, like, yeah. regular size. <laughs> it's huge. Easily. Yeah, they're
1: like four inches each.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, Pizza Lovers, there's a fruits. Frustada, I guess, is landed oh, no. at the Cool Ship in the Magic Kingdom. It's a folded pizza-style snack that you eat on the go. So it's a snack. It is a snack credit, I saw. Cheese, pepperoni, sausage. It's kind of it, like a calzone. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like a calzone. And then there's an open-faced BLT sandwich at the Smiling Crocodile at the Animal Kingdom. And, uh, I've never
1: even seen that restaurant. I wonder where that's
2: at. Yeah, I'm not sure. That no. one is also a snack entitlement. Turkey, salmon, or pimento cheese. And it's on a, a toasted ciabatta with lettuce, tomato, and thick-cut smoked house-roasted bacon. Yeah. That's good. good. It sounds good. So, well, that is all I now have. Now that we maybe. made
1: each other hungry and we're ready to yeah. come and have dinner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, uh... We would like to thank themagicalmouse.com for sponsoring us today and all the time. And check it out. Go to themagicalmouse.com and they'll share some news and give you a little pixie dust. Every day Tim's putting more and more stuff up there. Every time I look at it, I don't have a chance to look at it every day. But when I go on it, I'm like, holy cow, he did something new. So just give it a look. If it doesn't have what you want now, uh, email him and let him know. And he'll probably get it up there for you. Because like today, he mentioned he was going to put something up there. Uh, so that you could price out meals versus paying for them on your dining plan. Yeah,
2: you know, that's one thing. When I started this, I started with the blog, and I started coming on with you guys. And then I thought, well, there's so much that we talk about I want to share, things that we we talk about off the air that we don't get to to share with the listeners. I thought, okay, I'm going to start a a website. Right. And we'll keep ideas on there. and, and. I had no idea how much work goes into <laughs> it. And not not just the content, but making it look nice and, and keeping things updated and relevant. And so I really do put a lot of time in there. Um, in the next day or two, look for it. I have gone out and compiled a ton of guides that Disney has put out. So I do not wanna take credit for anything other than compiling these and finding them. This is 100% a Disney thing, but it was all such good information that I wanna make sure that nobody else had to go search for it like me, myself. There will be some unique things I will do, but I'm gonna be posting and uploading that stuff to the site. It's actually all on there, I have it hidden because I'm still tweaking it. But it's a lot of good information. So, you know, what height do you need to be to ride dinosaurs? Oh,
1: yeah, you said you what, were working um, on
2: that. Yeah, what uh, What are the best snacks, according to Disney? You know, they're most popular. What sells the best? Uh, this is a lot of, of data analytics stuff that Disney has released that is just really super fascinating. And, and it kind of gives you some insight into why they have decided to, um, for example, the, uh, the Dole Whips, the Pineapple Dole Whips. They're so popular, that they've decided now that they've put them on the Disney cruises. Okay. And so that news just broke this this week because people were demanding access to that stuff. And so this gives some insight to that. But then there's other stuff too, you know. Disney's recommendations on how to keep your toddlers from breaking down and throwing big temper tantrums. Take
1: a nap in the middle of the day. Yeah,
2: exactly. Stuff like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming. Please check it out. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. You can get me at Tim at magicalmouse.com or find us through Twitter, or Facebook, you know. Like Vicki said, we got the new Facebook going.
1: Yeah, it's the Mousecapade podcast. It was just Mousecapade podcast and it's now The Mousecapade podcast. I've tried to invite as many of you that were already on that page. If I didn't, I apologize. I'm going to go through the list again tonight. There were, um, I believe, 178 people that were linked to it, so oh, wow. I want to make sure that I didn't get it. And I picked up a couple new ones because since we've started doing more regular shows, we picked up some local listeners and like some of the people that are traveling to Marceline with us. And so I wanted to make sure that they knew for sure that we had moved, so that they could be answering questions or whatever.
2: Yeah, share that out for us too, guys. Um, you know, one thing that we're trying to do, and I, hopefully you guys have noticed, we've we've changed formats a little bit. We've been trying to make improvements. And, it, you know, we all have day jobs. This is a hobby for us. We love doing it. We love sharing our, our time with you guys. But please do us a favor and go out to iTunes and rate the show for us. Yeah, that and, would be awesome. Yeah, bring us up in the ratings. Um, you know give us you don't even need to leave a comment. just give us you know and be honest with us you know we're not asking for the five stars if if we don't deserve it Uh, we would love it you know we think we're five stars (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, we have fun so we give ourselves five stars for that for fun
2: but go out there and do that for us and let's try and get this so that it, it takes, you know, it goes up into the next level. And, and, you know, we really need your help to do that. Share the Facebook page. Share the stuff that you see on Twitter and, and on Instagram. Because there are things that we share on those those social media sites that we don't necessarily share on others. So please, if you like what we're doing or don't, give us the feedback. And, and you know, we want, to, we want this is for you guys. Much as it is we enjoy it, this is for you guys. And, and we want it to be the best product that, that we can put out there for you.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think it's about that time. Are you going to be Nick this
2: week? (laughs) You know, I only did that because I did you the one time, and he never said anything. (laughs) So are you going to be Nick? I can be Nick. Okay. Let me shrink down a little bit. (laughs) Let me talk like this, a little nerdy and dorky. I love you, Nick. We miss you, man. Yes, we do. We're praying for you, buddy. That's right. Stay safe. I can't wait to, uh, I guess I'll get to see you before Vicki does. Yeah. Down at Disney. Oh, poor Vicky! Just come with us. <laughs> well, you guys... Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, you guys
1: are going to send me lots of pictures so I can throw up on the Facebook page.
2: That's right. We're going to do some uh, pop-ups, though, so don't you worry about it. So, all right, Vicky, Well, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Hakuna Matata.
0: And listening to the all new Capades podcast brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com be our guest put our service to the test if you have questions, comments or would like to be a guest on the show please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com you can also find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter thanks for listening and have a magical day